Star Wars 7x7 episode 675 today. It's our weekly update on Rogue One in episode 8 with a little bit of Han Solo movie stuff thrown in. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of Full of Sith, and you are listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and let's kick off with the Han Solo news. So this of course is not official by any stretch of the imagination, but Page 6, which is the New York Post's gossip section, is reporting that Alden Ehrenreich is the winner of the Han Solo lottery. Yes indeed, according to... Hollywood sources, <laughs> take that for what you will, uh, it says they tell us Ehrenreich has signed on to play the iconic role made famous by Harrison Ford in the new movie slated for 2018, which will focus on Solo before he joined the Rebel Alliance. One insider says Alden really impressed Disney and Lucasfilm execs with a screen test. The deal is basically done, unquote. Of course, this is hardly official as it goes. In fact, the PR agency that reps Alden does not uh, respond to the page six requests for information or anything like that. And why would they, especially if the deal isn't done? And besides, Lucasfilm will announce when Lucasfilm is ready, not when Alden or the PR agency is ready. So anyway, there you go. Uh, Rumor has it that we are down to one. Meanwhile, moving on to episode 8 news. So there's a fan site dedicated to John Williams, and why wouldn't there be? (laughs) I mean, for heaven's sake, he's a master. Anyway, he was apparently conducting some Force Awakens music at a concert in Philadelphia, and in their message forums, one person said that when Williams took the stage and before he started conducting the Scarzo for X-Wings, Williams said, I told the producers I wasn't sure if I wanted to do the next one, episode 8 specifically, but told them I didn't want anyone else doing it either. And the forum poster says it was certainly meant as a joke and got a great laugh. So I don't necessarily know how to take that (laughs) as to whether he is actually doing it or not doing it. It's really kind of hard to tell. So I guess we will have to wait and see for more information. But it certainly has at least a ring of the positive to it. Just the fact that he (laughs) definitely doesn't want to see anybody else doing it. So, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily reason enough to do it. You know what I mean? But I don't think he would do it only because he doesn't want anybody else doing it. Obviously, he would do it because he has the passion and the desire to see the whole trilogy through. So fingers crossed and oh, good health and, and all the blessings in the world of John Williams that he is able to be perfectly wonderful and with us for the next four years and change and work our way through the rest of the trilogy. Meanwhile, Pablo Hidalgo has gone on his regularly expected series of tweet revelations, and one of them included the elements of Star Wars Bloodline, Claudia Gray's novel that Ryan Johnson from Episode Eight had contributed to, and specifically there were, as Pablo says, quote, the disposition of the New Republic, its political factions, and the napkin incident were pieces that came from Ryan Johnson. And the napkin incident, of course, and this is not really a spoiler per se in the sense that If you haven't read Bloodline because you haven't gotten around to it, well, you may have read the sample chapter that was released a while back in USA Today, and that had the napkin incident in it where Leia is going to a breakfast meeting and the word run is written on her napkin at her place setting and she tries to get everybody to evacuate the building and there's a giant explosion. So that apparently came from Ryan Johnson. 
So, of course, this does start to pique the curiosity a little bit, if you will, <laughs> because if Ryan Johnson is opining about these things, then one wonders if it has anything to do with the disposition of events that occur in Episode 8. Or, in fact, Episode 9, for that matter. I mean, can't really limit ourselves because he is writing both of them, even if he is only directing one of them. But anyway, there you have it for that. And last but not least on the episode 8 front, Indie Revolver collected the tweets from the account Star Wars Direct that show images of the sets being built for the planet Actu in various parts of Ireland. At least I know <laughs> stuff is happening in various parts of Ireland, but the shots may be of one particular location. So if you are interested in checking those out, I mean, I guess I'd call it mild spoiler at best. You know, it's just revealing what a certain you know scene or area looks like, but it's not necessarily telling you plot or details or anything. But if you want to check that out, we'll have it linked at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. And that does it for the episode 8 news. What we have to cover this time around. As far as Rogue One goes, not a heck of a lot to report this week. Riz Ahmed was doing an interview where he talked about how excited he was to be part of the Star Wars franchise and about the level of detail that goes into the making of the props and elements of the sets that he was in. And <laughs> joked that he stole quite a few of them and that we should expect to see them on eBay soon. I'm pretty sure that is absolutely not the case. But he was very impressed with the level of detail that goes into these props and other items. So that was really a neat thing to hear, of course. And also, the word has it that the teaser posters are starting to show up in movie theaters across the country, which is really neat. Those are the ones that you saw when the original trailer was released, the one that says a rebellion built on hope. There's that word hope again. So Amy Ratcliffe, thank you again for flagging that for consideration over a year ago before the trailer even came out. <laughs> So that's pretty amazing. Oh, and whatever rumor was going around about Alexander Desplat not working on Rogue One seems to have been dispelled multiple times now where he was interviewed and said, yeah, he'll be working on it in a few weeks. And he was asked again, and he said, yeah, I'm going to be working on it soon. And he loves working with Gareth Edwards, and so everything's hunky-dory. So whatever, whatever was going on where that was being reported seems to have been a bunch of nonsense, which is always a nice thing to hear. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, let's get to some trivia here for you. I'm immune to the light. Last time we asked you for the last line of dialogue spoken in Return of the Jedi, and that is, he's my brother, spoken by Princess Leia. Today's question, hey, this is a first. We're going to be asking you a little prequel trilogy trivia. What's the first line spoken in The Phantom Menace? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a test, it's Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars. We hope you love it. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See JDPower.com slash awards for 2022 details.